From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Friday, February 24th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. A member of Syria's opposition tells us sending weapons to the rebels there won't help. So we are taking the wrong road if we take up arming. We're bringing more destruction, more death. And later today, how Myanmar has changed since our correspondent went there 17 years ago. When I last saw Rangoon, it looked like it was stuck in 1962, which is when the military took over and basically held power for most of the time since. Now it feels like a developing modern city that's very dynamic and has a lot of energy. BBC News with David Austin. The Red Cross says the first seven people have been evacuated from the Baba Amr district in the Syrian city of Homs to a local hospital. An official in Geneva, Carla Haddad, said a joint team of the International Red Cross and Syrian Red Crescent had begun rescuing those in urgent need of medical assistance. The ICRC teams and the Syrian Arab Red Crescent volunteers have been in Homs since the afternoon negotiating with the Syrian authorities and the opposition to enter Baba Omer and evacuate the wounded and sick. What happened just a few uh, moments ago is that the operation of evacuation started and the Syrian Arab Red Crescent team entered with three ambulances inside Baba Omer and just evacuated seven women and children to Al-Amin Hospital in Homs. The city of Homs has been under heavy bombardment for several days, as well as countless Syrians, two seriously injured foreign journalists are among those needing urgent help. Saudi Arabia's foreign minister, Prince Saud al-Faisal, has said he supports arming the opposition fighting to overthrow President Bashar al-Assad in Syria. He was speaking in Tunis, where Arab and other international leaders had gathered under the banner of the Friends of Syria to discuss how to force the Syrian authorities to stop shelling and bombing opposition forces. The Russian Prime Minister Vladimir Putin has accused Western powers of using fears over Iran's nuclear program as a pretext to bring about regime change in Tehran. Mr Putin said Russia took a different stand and would resist such efforts. James Reynolds reports. Russia is often suspicious of the West's approach to Iran. And the Prime Minister, Vladimir Putin, now suggests that Western fears over Iran's nuclear ambitions may conceal a hidden agenda. Under the appearance of a struggle to prevent the proliferation of nuclear weapons, he warned, attempts are being made to change the regime. Mr Putin's comments come as the latest report by the International Atomic Energy Agency is made public. In its 11-page report, the IAEA makes one overriding point. Iran is not fully cooperating with the agency. At least 12 people have been killed in anti-American protests in Afghanistan over the burning of Korans at a U.S. base. Several others were injured when police clashed with demonstrators after Friday prayers. Orla Guerin reports from Kabul. In the western city of Herat, where the death toll was highest, some religious leaders directed the violence. Local officials say they called on worshippers to burn down a police training centre. Many here are demanding that those responsible for setting the Muslim holy book alight should be punished. An army commander on duty in the capital, Kabul, told us they should be sentenced to death. World News from the BBC. 
Officials in Haiti say the Prime Minister, Gary Cunil, has resigned unexpectedly. Mr Cunil reportedly sent the President, Michel Martelly, a resignation letter after serving less than five months in office. There had been rumours about disagreements between Mr Cunil and President Martelly. No successor has been named yet. A leading presidential candidate in Egypt, Abdelmonem Abofoto, is recovering in hospital after an attack in which his car was stolen. Mr Abofoto was returning to Cairo after an election rally when he was attacked by three masked men. But members of his political campaign believe the attack may have been politically motivated and that the car was stolen to disguise this. Senegal.